0: Kelsey Huff and I'm Amy Sumter and this is Shaped a comedy self-help podcast from two women who cannot help themselves you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and
1: Twitter at Shaped Podcast. Make sure
0: to use the hashtag Shaped Podcast. You can also
1: email us at ShapedPodcast at gmail.com. Ask us
0: questions, give us feedback, whatever you want. But if you wish to remain anonymous, you got to let us know.
1: You can also download and review Shaped at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hey, please make sure to subscribe, share, and rate us. Yes,
0: please. And if you are in the Chicagoland area and are interested in taking the Kates U comedy classes or watching the Kates, make sure to check us out at thekates.com. Org. That's right.
1: And lastly but not leastly, we are produced by the amazing Maggie Thomasette. Woo woo! Yeah, woo woo. You excited about this podcast, Amy? I sure am. Yeah. All right, hello. Amy, sometime. Hello,
0: hello, Kelsey. Huff. Hello, hello.
1: I love a good I love a good musical intro <laughs> from Amy Sumter. We just always tease Katie Mueller with an S. It's uh-huh. not a musical it's one, Katie. It's not a musical. We're such jerks. Um, we are going to be talking about productivity later on in the podcast. Heyo. Hello. We're going to be doing it. A little capitalism. We're going to squeeze it in because you know how we like to do.
0: But We never talking about <laughs> capitalism. <laughs>
1: What are you talking about? Before that, we gotta tease you guys because we have some awesome stuff coming up. Oh
0: my god, so many things! So where should they find us? Awesome stuff. The Shaped Podcast on the Instagram. Yeah, we, we got a contest coming up. Check it out. Follow us. Look at it every day. That was horrifying. I'm so sorry. It was awesome so Um, we're also gonna be
1: um August.
0: What a month, you guys. No. We're going to be be hot and sweaty and busy. For sure.
1: (laughs) We're going to be chafing all over town. We're going to be
0: sweating out of our pores. (laughs) We're going to make you sweat till you bleed. That was, like, so aggressive. I'm so sorry. (gasps) No, I like it. I like it. Why was I, like, where else would we be sweating out of? Like, we're sweating out of your pores. Right,
1: right. I don't know. know Fingertips only. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I I know where else I sweat, but we're not going to talk about that. That has
1: pores. What a (laughs) porous. Just so you know, Amy. (laughs)
0: Talking about my forehead, guys. Oh, yeah. Everything's
1: porous. Everything's porous. Um, Chicago Women's Funny
0: Festival. Yes. We're going to be there. We're going
1: to be doing our very, very, very first live podcast. So if you're in the Chicagoland area, well, we hope well. you come.
0: That's like my really sad Beyonce uh, <laughs> 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 It's like... <laughs> it's like the guy from Superstore does it so good. And I was like... <laughs> well, well, well.
1: Amy, I just thought you said, what, what, where? <laughs>
0: Oh, still a reference to where I'm sweating. Whoa, where? <laughs> I'm going to die. Oh, my God. What, where? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a horn. <laughs> well, we've uh, gone off the rails.
0: Woo! Uh, Talk about productivity, y'all. We're
1: two minutes in. <laughs> two- two minutes in and we Woo! got we got the goofs and the giggles Woo! so you guys can check this out live all right just us losing it losing it
0: she's <laughs> gonna be be sweaty profusely with a box of kleenex just dabbing my forehead and just giggling in the mic
1: we're gonna be giving out our sweaty hankies to everybody in the crowd <laughs> okay so anyway that information is in the description box we gotta yeah. move
0: on <laughs> 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 We're hoping to get a special appearance by um, a very special person at the um, Chicago Women's Funny Festival for a live recording. That special person will probably be one of our moms. <laughs> to be totally honest,
1: don't even joke, Amy. I know. Why did you say that out loud? <laughs> because I know one, my mom is listening to. She's like, "What? I'll be I, on that podcast." I know, I know. And
0: you know what? Like my mom, Amy, I don't even. She was jo- just joking. Amy was
1: joking, mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think for my mom, my mom would be like, "Huh, I gotta drive to the city? No, thank, <laughs> no, you. thank you.
1: Traffic? No, thank you. Exactly. So. Also, your mom drives for a living. You yeah, gotta give she, her a break. Totally, I guess. totally. Yeah. And I to give her a
0: right? <laughs> She's a bus driver.
1: You need to get her a jetpack so she doesn't have to drive. Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, more information down below. We will be at Chicago Women's Funny Festival and Thursday. You're so
0: uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> no, it's great. Um, we're gonna talk about productivity today. Check in. Lee, how's Lee? Yeah,
0: Lee's doing great. How about you? Great.
1: Well, uh, I uh, confessed uh, previously, and I'm going to confess again, because of my schedule, because of my addiction to productivity, (laughs) um, I actually have not been to my my new financial therapist September. I'm all about it. So... Uh, but also you are
0: super busy doing other things. Yeah, that so freelance life that stuff, you know, sometimes it's legit. like
1: hurry up and wait, you know. Yep. Save that money because you don't know if you're ever going to get a job again. And then all the jobs come in at once, which is fantastic. Not complaining, very grateful. But, but then also you kinda,
0: great tie into what we're about to talk about. For sure. Like for you didn't even do that on purpose. I sure didn't, you
1: guys. I sure didn't. But we are going to be talking about productivity. And we talk about this a lot on the podcast, sort of about like, Feeling like you have to be useful and yep. like a, in a, to matter in the world and yep. like oh uh, and how actually in America and the capitalist society like that's kind of used against you but also how I kind of love it and I'm yeah. like I'm a lady without a country Amy <laughs> um, so we got two articles obviously we're gonna put them in the description box below Amy do you want to uh, how about we touch about uh, this one about capitalism first?
0: Whew, you do not exist to be used. Why your life purpose bigger than capitalism productivity? Why your life purpose is bigger than... I'm sorry, I cannot read. I don't have my glasses on. By the way, you guys can't see, but Amy's glasses are hot as hell. Oh, thank you. It's my um, naughty librarian. And by naughty, I mean, where did I put my glasses? I can't (laughs) even read that Dewey Decimal System.
1: (laughs) Is that the Dewey Decimal System in here? Or am I just sweating from my pores? Oh, I
0: think it's my Deweyness. Ooh! (laughs) Gross. All
1: right, all right. uh,
0: Don't let me sit down in this library. Uh Uh-oh be sliding all over the place. I'm off the rails. (laughs) Holy crap. Oh, my God. I love how I can make something disgusting and sexual all at the same time. This is why I'm going to die alone. No, Amy. It's a skill (laughs) set that not everybody has. (laughs) Not something I can put on a resume, let me tell you. Disagree. (laughs) Office manager, I'm going to make you sweat till you bleed. (laughs) HR. HR. Um, Okay. So, uh, productivity. One thing, too, I love about um, the website that this is on is... um, It is off of the body is not an apology website, which I just love that.
1: Yeah, it's this radical um, self-love that's kind of the whole thing. And it's an independent queer black woman run digital media uh, and education organization promoting radical self-love as a foundation for more than just, uh, you know, trying to make a compassionate world. It's pretty amazing.
0: It was awesome, too, because I read how she came up with the bodies on an apology And literally she was having a conversation with a friend who is disabled and um, had a pregnancy scare. I believe like got pregnant and then had to go seek an abortion. Mm -hmm. And what had happened was because she is disabled and she oftentimes doesn't find herself in sexual situations, she felt like she couldn't ask the guy to put on a condom wow and when her friend heard this literally was like the body is not an apology and I was like I got chills Mm. I because I feel um I think many people have been in that situation where they feel powerless or they feel like unworthy and yeah so I was very much like on board with what this woman was about to say
1: yeah and and this so is this you're saying this the same author is it is a different author, but oh, that's how okay, the okay. name
0: of the body is an, is not an apology, apology came to be.
1: Gotcha. Um, uh, well, the, the reason you, you mentioned a lot of things that are actually in this article. So the author, uh, Jillian, I believe her name is, um, you know, she's talking about her childhood and she actually has disability. disability yes. um, as well. At an early age, she had ADHD, she had hearing loss, and she uh, was dealing with a, a, neuro, a neuromuscular disease. Uh, And and it's all in the article, so I'm not going to obviously read this article, but she's kind of talking to how the school system sort of sets you up to be a product of uh, just to churn it out. Yeah, Yeah, but to churn it out and be like, keep up. Yep. keep up because you know we do have this idea of like a school is a factory a factory yeah. a factory we got to keep going keep going going. it's training you to then produce in the world and that translates sometimes for women of like making babies yep. I know there's this book out and I'm going to forget the tit- title apologies Maggie I'll put it in the description box but it's sort of like women being like we're not producing babies anymore yep. to work for you Amazon yeah kind of a thing you know they yep. didn't specifically say Amazon that was yeah. me but, but you know what I mean this obviously like you uh, how what is your worth to this society exactly and if you're not producing how we see you fit to produce yeah you don't belong you're worthless You're x yep. You're
0: y your z and using this word lazy yes and how it's like whoa 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 because especially in the school system they set a pace and when you have a disability you obviously are like literally cannot keep up with that pace mm-hmm. and what would happen was her school and her teachers would label her as stupid and as lazy and when literally she had a disable like she she was disabled mm-hmm. she wasn't capable of like keeping up with this crazy pace but she wasn't an idiot either yeah but also like as someone who I I know that I've never been diagnosed with a learning disability but I know that I am a visual learner and many times in school like that's not how they taught and I know like it it really affected my education
1: well I often find that it's people who are who are the other right and she is she is identifying as the other Other. she's talking about her blackness she's talking about the just you know being disabled and so you're able to see in a way but it is it does not benefit anyone you know what i mean this idea of shame and stigma and isolation are all too common experiences It, it and she is saying for those unable to keep up But it's for everybody This like idea of worth And like I was somebody Who really found my worth Like listen I am curious I wanted to learn I was able You know I'm very fortunate Like I do have I have a brain chemistry That allowed me To keep up And now I am addicted To it yeah this idea of constant approval Turning, and churning and churning out, and and, yeah and this idea we talked about in the, like this perfectionism like i need you to validate me in this way that yeah. what i think doesn't even matter anymore mm-hmm. i need to be a part of this tribe and my identity is so wrapped up in that yep. and this idea of like you need to chill <laughs> <laughs> Because what's happening is like you can then be manipulated in this way. And, yeah. and that's what this article really turns into is this idea of uh, and honestly, she is just she's just saying everything I feel in like a really uh, much smarter way than I am
0: able to <laughs> articulate it, you know. Which uh, is just like your worth is not your productivity. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So we I have a friend. This, like- we have a friend named Sarah T. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. And Sarah T. Uh, last name T E A. Uh, she has uh, a shop, and she has great sayings, and you could buy T-shirts and tote bags and everything. And like we love Sarah T. Totally. She is wonderful. Please check her out. But she put up on her Instagram the other day, um, and it was just a meme. She put it on Facebook. It was wonderful, and it just said. Giving my friends permission to not have a long list of projects, achievements, or progress every time we catch up. It's perfectly okay to be exactly where you're at, existing in space and time solely. Every day is a great day to tear down capitalism's impact on our hearts and relationships. And I was like, oh my God, like it kind of blew my mind because... I think especially as an artist and as someone who is living that gig life of, you know, I got my day job, but then I got all the other stuff I'm doing, and then I got the side hustles that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like, every time you talk to someone, I do feel like I have to give a, this is where I'm at with the the album. This is what I'm doing right now. This is where I'm performing next. This is, and like, and sometimes when I do try to live in that space of just like, what? Tell me something about you, friend. I don't want to talk about myself. I find sometimes they we'll bring it up. And like and it's wonderful and I know that they're like checking in in a good spot but sometimes like and that it's definitely the difference between your friends and like your peers but sometimes with peers I feel like sometimes I can see in their eyes Oh, I'm not doing enough. And sometimes I feel myself thinking that. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, it's not a competition. This is not a who's going to get to the finish line first. This is just a... It's a
1: really good point of like how we then answer those questions ourselves, right? Yes. Because, yeah, I I do feel it's like also too with social media, like you're like curating your life and you're like, look what I'm doing, look what I'm doing, look what I'm doing. Exactly. I'm guilty of it. Even when I'm taking these intentional like internet intention where I only go on Instagram on Sundays and all that kind of jazz but with the new job, I'm on there every day because I feel like yep. I have to. Anyway, I'm, I'm I'm digressing. What I'm trying to say is,
0: but even that, like you're, you feel you have to do it. Well, I do. And then the thing is, like you do because that's <laughs> your job. Yeah, now. right. But at the same time, like you you can't post the picture of when the garbage can fell down. You know, they don't want to see that. They want to see the curated life. Yeah. So then again, it's like this. Because I, I find myself sometimes like when I come with like someone who like, yeah, we're buddies, but like maybe we're not that close or sure. whatever. And they're like, what's going on? I find myself not, I wouldn't say downplay. No, I'm trying to intentionally be like, how are you as a human being right. doing? Right. You Even know? the questions you ask. Yes. Like, so I
1: often, uh, I would ask like, hey, what are you up to these days? Yeah. But that's not specific enough. Yes. Because they're going to be saying the gigs or whatever. Yes. Like, I always say like, what's going on in your life? Yeah, and I'm like, is that enough? Like, how are you
0: it. mentally as a person right now? Yeah, and even that, like, some people, you know, like maybe we're not that close, but right? Like, sometimes That's the other thing, it's like, it's just like, how much, how much of the darkness do you want? You know what I mean? Because I can open up real wide and scare the fuck out of you, yeah. But or I can be like, hey, and I know that I am one of those people that is guilty of being like, you know what, today isn't a great day, but I also feel like, you know what fuck it why why do i have to have a curated life like yeah I, i'm gonna be honest and real yeah
1: and sometimes like before shows i started asking this and i i didn't even put this together now but i had like hey besides comedy what's going on or yes. like how's your life outside of this weird yes. world and yes. uh, people are like because i also this, don't, you know don't know them. how to react yeah and i also some of the things like although i'm pretty friendly and i got these cheeks so people like to talk <laughs> to me i feel like sometimes it's also none of my business so it's that weird thing weird but topic. i also don't want uh I do feel like it's how
0: you reframe it, you know, a a little bit. Um, Yeah. How's your day job doing? How's your, you know what I mean? It's just, I also feel too, okay, as a single lady and someone who's like perpetually single just all the time. I know for the longest time, like every time we had a family gathering, it was always like, are you seeing anybody? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I know it came from a place of love. But unbeknownst to them, it's a pain point for me. Sure. Because it's just another reminder. It's another year, and I'm still fucking alone.
1: Yeah, but even on this podcast, you were like, hey, the suggestions, maybe ask me about my
0: art. But that was the thing. Like, that was my sister who did that. My Mm -hmm. sister was the one that was like, hey, instead of asking her, because I think, too, like, I think a lot of times people, especially when they don't do art or they don't have, like, uh, something else in their life, when it's just their family and their job, and then that's all they got – they talk about like we write about what we know people talk about what they know so i think for another artist like yeah another artist might ask you those questions mm-hmm. but i think you know joe Schmo who doesn't do that and i'm kind of the weirdo of my family where it's like i'm the one that like and it's funny because like even the people at my job now they get that and there's like one person in particular that i work with is like okay how many shows you got this weekend how many other second jobs you work in this weekend <laughs> and it's like it, it's funny the way that they that he asks it But it was weird because I remember the day I was talking to him and he just stopped and looked at me. It was like, so you leave here and then you go and do X. And then on the weekends you go and do. And it was like, I actually for the first time was like, oh, yeah, like it's not just this is. Yeah, I do this, you know, but then I also do X, Y through Z, Mm -hmm. you know, and like I remember the the day he asked me, I was like, oh, my God, he gets it. And it was kind of weird because he was one of those people at work that like I was like I would never have pegged him he as one is, of the, yeah. Oh, he gets it. You yeah, know? Yeah. So it was actually like kind of a cool moment between mm-hmm. me and this person. You that know? is
1: cool. Yeah. And I think one of the things about like <laughs> pre product, um, productivity in general, or like conversing about it or like trying to feel like you always have to be yeah. moving and doing something is take a second, especially if you're talking to somebody, but even if you're by yourself, to like talk about what's happening in the room right yes, now. Yes.
0: Yes. You know what I mean? Like putting the phone down n- and being present. But even
1: asking, like, what are you doing after this? Is yeah. It, are like, hey, what, what's that kind of coffee you're drinking? I know yeah. it seems lame, but I remember um, like doing some Lincoln Lodge shows and like talking to Katie behind the bar just about what's in front of us. Like, yeah. what's the drink special? How do you make that? How does she yeah. you know how to make that? You know what I mean? So it's like, that helps me to be yes. like zone in on what you are looking at right now. Yeah. And therefore you don't have to then constantly be talking about the next thing and churning yes. out the next thing. And You're like being bleh. present
0: and living in the moment, yeah. which I know I have a real hard time so with. Do I. And I actually had an old counselor that would, we would work on mindfulness. And a lot of times it was like the mindfulness and eating. Cause that's like, I'm always just like wolfing that food down Same. because you know, next moment, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because even like my days when I feel like I'm not being productive, it's like before the podcast, we started talking about this. It was like I had a weekend where like I should have cleaned, but I didn't I beat myself up about it. And then I had a moment where I was like, no, you've been busy, you know, and then but then I still have those times where I'm like, I'm not doing enough for the podcast. I'm not I'm not doing enough for this. I'm not doing enough for that. But it's. Or even like I was working on a project with a friend And I feel bad because he keeps sending me clips Of this project and I'm like I, I, I don't I don't have time like mm-hmm. I'm sorry Like I, I, I don't have time And yeah. um, I, I do I beat myself up over that but I Sometimes I just need to turn my brain Off and watch Veronica Mars yeah. And and there's another thing which know? isn't actually
1: In this but it's like this I
0: actually It is in this I apologize
1: it is To just say I can't Yeah it is okay To say to no To say no. Yes. And I think that is very, very, very difficult. Um yeah. and the the one article about productivity and capitalism is this this idea that you you don't exist to be used. Yes. Um, that you don't have to do that. Yeah. I know that seems so common knowledge, but I still kinda I still kinda struggle with that. Yeah. And this I this other book now I have this book on hold at the library and it's really kinda blowing up, I guess, right now, as they say. <laughs> um but this this uh, this book, uh, "How to Do Nothing: Resisting the Attention Economy," uh, written by Jenny, um, I think it's uh, Odell. I hope I'm saying yes. that right. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, and we'll put this. There's a there's a she does this interview on the podcast uh, on the media, and we'll put that in the description box below. But this idea of like nothing in quotes, like choosing to say uh, no and making specific time in your day to do
0: to do nothing and how uh, intentionally yeah because I remember there was a quote um where someone said you know think about what makes you happy Mm -hmm. and not numb like there's a difference and like watching tv will make you numb drinking makes you numb right right but what what do you do that genuinely makes you happy yeah and even that though like I feel like to do nothing like you just are living in the moment and you're just being. Mm-hmm. But maybe in those moments of nothingness is when you. Well, I say i like on my
1: like a wonder board where I have like all my like this is what you need to, to do to be like the happy yeah. version of you. For me, that numbness is like consumption. Yeah. As opposed to creation. So if I'm scrolling, that's consumption. If I'm eating junk food just because I'm filling a void, that's Consumption. consumption. If I'm watching Veronica Mars and just binging TV, that's consumption. Consumption. And I don't want to, like I'm off Twitter. I cannot do it because it does not consuming that kind of news. Yeah. Does not help me create and being curious and creating is what makes me happy. Yes. Those are the two things for me. Now it's different for everybody. Yes. So in my nothingness, I will then maybe for, for positive consumption, I'll watch a masterclass or a Skillshare because I want to keep learning. Yeah. So I'll do that. And then I'll take time to write to walk to the, you know and in yeah. this book i think when she says nothing that's what she's talking about she's not talking about like not participating yeah. in the it, world exactly because there's this idea of not doing yes. nothing that i think that's for me it's like that pendulum of like yeah. okay I, i'm either being totally productive or i'm shutting down yeah and like no 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 no. there's this place and i feel in the like middle. i know that
0: i'm guilty of that it's like sometimes i just like turn it off and yeah and then it's just like and Hook. again sometimes yeah. you need it sometimes you need it but yeah
1: there's this idea where, like, that's not nothing is. And and one of the things I love about this is that she says, is like, we're all working more even when we don't think we're working. We're producing something. We we'll always need something to show for your time. Yes. Talk about Insta stories. The decision to, <laughs> no, you know, it's like, look what I did, look what I did, look what I did. The decision to not do those things all the time is kind of radical. Uh, uh, observation, curiosity doesn't necessarily have a result that you can point to in the end and I was like finger snap hallelujah clap those hands because that is the other thing about like you, you see all these comedians too who are like obsessed with Twitter and I'm telling you all their jokes and shit are the same Yeah, get off and create (laughs) something of your own. You know what I mean? And and I know that I'm biased because I'm trying to participate in this but I was talking and I hope he doesn't mind that I'm calling out I was at um, Comedians You Should Know and Marty DeRosa and I were talking before the show he's doing the same thing he's like Kelsey I feel like I'm a bad comedian almost and we're like same same because I'm not participating in this he's like but I have felt like he's walking more
0: and so am I it's like I feel more creative because I'm not participating in this thing. See that's amazing like go Marty go Marty that's amazing because like that I think that's what I'm striving for right now because like the other day I realized and I know I keep saying this but this is something that I have to get on the intentional internet thing because there are times I've picked up my phone and literally a half hour has flown by and in that half hour I'm starving. Why am I not Because you're not dinner? there, right? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, well like, that's
1: one of the, you're, the thing you're talking about is one of the things in this podcast that Jenny was talking about is like because we're so in this technology yeah. world that and this like I have to be productive I have to show what I'm doing yeah. I have to have proof that I'm yeah. a human Yeah. that we're actually not taking up traditional space right so yeah. i think the example she uses is that you're in the dinner table everybody's on the phone like yeah. you're saying but
0: nobody's actually in the room no like they're not like in like the not, cloud exactly like we're <laughs> like not the literal cloud literal well because literal because technology that cloud. was one thing like when i was growing up we always ate dinner together and it was like tv's off we're you, you know whatever and i'm i was like you know if i ever if i ever have a family like that is something that i would do and it would be like no phones allowed tv's off maybe even the music is off because it's like it just forces you like yeah i remember one time a friend like we were driving to the beastie boy concert like I, I remember this like it was yesterday like it was all the people i worked with at medieval times and we were driving to the beastie boy concert and I remember, um, like, the music was too loud or, like, someone was in the back of the minivan and they couldn't hear. And then, like, the buddy, like, just turned off the music and he was like, we're going to have good old conversation. <laughs> and it was, like, totally a mom <laughs> moment. But we laughed and laughed and laughed. And it was, like, the funniest thing. But at the same time, I was like, oh, my God, like, that was in the 90s. And, like, we didn't have any idea, what, like, what was, what was coming come, You know yeah. what I mean? But at oh, the same man. time, I was like, I'm totally going to be that parent where... I'm like, we're turning everything off and yeah. we're going to talk Let's and we're t- going to like it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> while screaming at the children, you know, so I don't know.
1: We're going to be connected whether you like it right? or not. Because I
0: remember one time, okay, like one last story. Like I remember one time my mom was trying to get like pictures of me and my sisters for the Christmas card and like we we're sitting on the couch and it was like one of the few moments me and my sisters were all getting along and we we're giggling, but of course we we're not paying attention to my mom and then the dog got in the picture and we were holding our dog and like my mom was like, they're fine, Christmas cards! And like, we laughed and laughed and laughed. And my mom was so fucking angry at us. And we were peeing our pants. But it was just like, again, like, no one was living in, well, we were, like, we were living in the moment. My mom was, but she was angry. She wanted that curated life. Yeah, she wanted that curated life. And Uh it was just like, nope, it's not not happening. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask you a question, Amy. It's like, because this idea of like doing um, this, doing nothing, just like living in the now. I know it seems like a lot of buzzwords right now. And yeah. I think we're all just fighting it because like obviously this technology is new and we're kind of navigating. We don't know what the heck yeah. is going on. Right. But this idea of like doing nothing actually can be harmful. Yeah. Because I so feel like. So we talked about the Bartleby story. Right. We,
0: yeah. Like when. But also I feel like it's very. OK. Before we say the Bartleby story, mm-hmm. I think we have to be specific on what that nothing is, because sometimes doing nothing, everybody has a different definition of that. Because okay, tell the Barnaby story. Well, because well, yeah, because
1: I, I guess you know she's using, you know, Jenny's using this as a uh, in in her you know, in her book, and she's also talking about this podcast, the Barnaby story, which is Herman Melville's like short story of this idea of sort of not participating and using the phrase, I would prefer not to when his boss asks him stuff to do something to be productive and then asks him about his personal life. I would prefer not not to. to. And then she uses this as like a third option of like sort of not answering a direct question. Listen to the podcast because if, if you have time, her podcast about the story and also read the book because she's talking about it in like response to like, Donald Trump yeah. and how like to respond to people like that on the internet which at is first, really
0: interesting. The beginning of that story I literally was like, oh my God, this is the what an odd thing to say response. Yes. You know yeah, what I mean? And exactly. I was on board and I was like, I would prefer not to. Right. I would because prefer not to. There are certain things where I'm like, I don't want to do that and I don't want to engage in this, but like, how do I, you know, how do I nip this in the butt? But then this is one of those stories. But the where actual it story takes itself, it. Yeah. It like, takes a turn. Like, it takes a turn, but it also takes it to the utmost extreme. Right. And it almost like, for me, I read it as an allegory of like, this is why you shouldn't do nothing, because this is what it will lead to, and people are lazy and yeah. blah, blah blah blah. So, in the Herman
1: Melville story, Barnab- Barnaby actually does not participate in life at the end. Yes. So it starts kind of like meaningful and interesting, and like not participating in a capitalist world. Yeah, and it's like, like he's giving it to the
0: man. Yeah, and I'm like, and yeah, then it keeps like going, this. and he
1: goes to jail eventually, and then he starves to death. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and so it's like, whoa, 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 yeah. Uh, that took a turn, <laughs> yeah. and I, and I, but there is this, like internally in me, and I know this because I'm a product of like your you gotta your, do something. Your worth is your productivity, which I think is dangerous. Is like well, yeah. If we're a part of the tribe, we do need to participate.
0: Yeah. Don't we like, but I but again, though, I think like I feel a I want to know what the author's politics are, and I want to know what was happening in you England. Elville? Yeah, yeah well, what was happening in England at that time because I felt like this was an allegory for you know, this is why we can't have nice things, guys. This is why you have to be work, you have to be a worker bee, and mm-hmm. this is why you have to, you know, call out, you know, whatever people who are lazy and like and because I do feel like in this country, too. Um, You know, we have that classism that we never talk about, but also I feel like this is how people have, you know, dehumanized poor people It's like, well, they're just lazy. You know, they deserve this poverty and like this is why we should take away food stamps because all poor people and all people who don't make enough money Mm -hmm. obviously aren't working hard enough. Right. Which Which is is, just fucking bullshit and just gross and whatever. And I felt... Like when I like heard the story on the podcast, like that's how I took it. Like if anything, I felt because she also talks about the unions and she also talks about yeah. you know what was happening, stock worker strikes yeah. and how that connects to the and then, gig society of today. Yeah. And like and even like with the gig so- society today, like it's wonderful that you don't have to have a nine to five job that you can choose your own adventure. But at the same time, when you choose your own adventure, that there's means no protection. There's no protection for your rights. This means you literally will work. 16 hours in a day and not get overtime and not get a bathroom break and not get a lunch break and uh, literally pass out on the floor of Amazon and have workers work around you because they can't be disrupted. Not pass out. Die. Die. Well, oh yeah, they also died. No big deal. There was a woman who died. Yeah. Like and they would not stop working. And they literally were walking amongst a dead person. Yeah, that's that's a daily podcast. You guys should listen to that. I'll put it in the description box. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Like productivity to the extreme. Like that's the other thing. I think maybe we're just talking about extremes and we are not living
0: in this actual a life. Yes. A life. We're not being present. Right. We're not being present. And I feel like I, I think mindful like i think this is about mindfulness this is about productivity this is about uh not it, being exploited <laughs> yeah not being exploited but because also the belief system taught you in school <laughs> exactly okay, like yeah. it, it's so hard because like this is this is something that's like so ongoing and that we all are a little bit guilty of doing but also uh, like have you done nothing today and again like what does nothing mean to you and like mm-hmm. nothing should be i i feel like like, I feel like we shouldn't even be saying the word nothing. I feel like how could we be mindful of our own selves today? Mm-hmm.
1: And she does talk about yes. like quote
0: unquote nothing and what that means. Yes. Because
1: it is sort of this all encompassing term that is very, very like sort of specific and changeable and like morphs. And the other thing I love about this as we're like wrapping this up. Um, she she does say this that that she considers this book, and which I am really excited to read. I think I might just have to buy it because it's it's too uh, the hold for the library is just forever. Um, it's a stepping stone, bookseller, bookseller, yeah, it's a stepping stone, right? It's like a rest stop to somewhere else. Like doing nothing isn't the end game. Yeah, it's trying to navigate our current world of constant productivity, of constant feeling like you have to be proving your existence. This is this is the the middle. This is, this is the beginning of a new chapter of something. And I love that. I love that when authors too, um, and she's clearly an artist and she's making all these connections that I think are kind of beautiful and way high intelligent. Cause at some points I'm like, what, what is she talking (laughs) about?
0: I know there were a couple of times I'm I'm going to have to
1: reread this chapter. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. I was making dinner and I would have to like stop it and go back. And I was making a delicious, um, taco, uh, Taco recipe from uh, a bag, courtesy of Rick Bayless. Thank you very much. Oh, nice. In uh, the description below. Yeah, in the description (laughs) below, yo. What? And, like, splattering my laptop because, you know, I can have nice things. But I found myself going back and re-listening. And, uh, like, I liked what she was saying, but I also was just, like, everybody just needs to take a chill pill. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody needs to go on a vacation from their life. And, like, even if that vacation is you spend a Saturday and you – Like lay in bed and just think, you know what I mean? Like, or just go for a walk and move your body and, you know, look at some flowers and just look at nature and just appreciate what's around you and not be obsessed with your phone. And I I think I'm right now 100% talking to myself (laughs) because my phone is dying.
1: Well, I, I, I just would love to end it because I think she says this so well where the purpose of this book, and I think it can, it, it connects with the other article that we were reading as well, is like she sees the book as giving the reader permission to step away long enough to ask higher level questions and you're going to be able to ask if you're in the endless cycle of anxiety and distraction that yeah. I think the world that we're living in does 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 produce and she also think it's really important to give you i love this to give yourself time to mourn the things that are happening and the idea that you would not give yourself time to process this is ridiculous and you cannot process if you're trying to be productive you just can't you're like in the fire and i know this because i use productivity to avoid emotion a lot of the times as well um and i think this this is a really good takeaway is like you think you need to create some space and how to organize your attention and time to create the life you truly want, yeah. not just to produce something for someone else.
0: What happens when you stop and you make yourself feel?
1: I mean, that's scary. Yeah, Most of us run away from that most of our lives. Yeah, To be human is to be terrifying. Yeah. It, it's, it's a terrifying experience yeah. for everybody. And I'm not talking about... You know i'm talking about everybody people with mental illness or people without yeah. it is terrifying scary yeah so the fact that scary like, to be vulnerable yeah or just to be in your own emotion yeah but again if your core values and for me i know mine which is curiosity and creativity you need space to do it yeah and that's what i want so i'm gonna do it yeah. and i'm also gonna read this book to help me out <laughs> <laughs> and i think aparna did something with her oh. i'm saying aparna like she's my friend. partner really-
0: on churla well yes. friend of the podcast well i once was no. on a podcast with her we sat <laughs> next to each other
1: but i think she did a, a, like a reading or something like that in new york awesome. and she put it on instagram and she's like i know putting this on instagram is totally not the point but
0: <laughs> i saw that i love her yeah partner you're wonderful we yeah. love you
1: oh gosh ending in love yes